everybody. Welcome to episode five of season two of Bottled Up, a wine podcast of sorts. This is the third episode wrapping up our Grenache Garnacha trilogy. Uh, I'm Sean. <laughs> I got I got sidetracked. I was trying to come up with a clever pun. Couldn't do it. I'm Sean. I'm one of your hosts. I'm here with my wonderful, fabulous, fantastic friend, Jen Waring. Hi. And we today are going to continue our conversation about this fantastic and noble grape. It's the return of. The return. As so many uh, thirds in the trilogies are, are, are things returning. Kings return. Jedis return. Yeah. Sharks in 3D. Return. <laughs> Sharks come back, but in 3D. I mean, only the Dark Knight rises. But rising, isn't that just another way of returning? Uh, uh, Jesus, yeah. G- I mean, that's how Jesus came back. And on point. the third day. Jesus, <laughs> indeed, Dark Knight. Um, we, yeah, so this is this is number three. The, it's the wrap-up. This is it's, it? It's, 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 you know, it's, it's the people are crowned. The hands are lost. No, that was intense. There's a, the, uh, there's a uh, pillow fight with a, like, lucky. filtered lens. <laughs> if you're lucky and you're watching the extended version, there is, uh, you know, or there's Ewoks. Or there's Ewoks and yub yub. Yub 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 yub. <laughs> uh, it's so good. So yeah. So we're we're very excited to be in in the third of our our Grenacha trilogy. That's right. And if you if you remember from uh, Grenacha the Dose, uh, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. We were in Spain, uh, in Aragon, Spain, enjoying some really incredible, so good, 100% Grenacha from uh, the Calatayud uh, region. It was. Fantastic. Where was it from, John? Calatayud. Sure, fair. Yep. <laughs> uh, absolutely delicious. Uh, Lo Brujo. We loved it. We did. High recommendations. Two thumbs up. Uh, but now we've got our Eurorail tickets. We did. Um, yeah, we're, we're on that train. Yep. We've gone. Um, Chugged it over the Pyrenees. Over the Pyrenees to the south Through of the France. Woods. I'm sorry, the sud de France. Yes, yes. We're in the sud de France uh, in the Roussillon region. Let's pretend it's also the 17th century, which is, you know, about the time it would have headed sure. over. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Seems fun, right? Love it. I mean, I feel I mean, like we would. I think I need more petticoats. I was going to say, I feel like we're, we're, we're underdressed. Like, my, I don't have enough layers on. My ankles are showing. It's Sean? Yes. My God, what will the people think of us? But we're, but you, it's, oui, oui. it's probably okay Chocolat. because we're on the coast. Oh, that's fine then. Yeah, you know, we, we're on the Mediterranean coast. We can't be wearing all these layers. No, that seems insane. And luckily we've brought our dog with us who's brought me, <laughs> as we speak, her Frida Kahlo squirrel friend. So that's good. Go get it, Rips. Good yep. job. Listen to the tippy taps of her nails needing to be cut on oh, my wood floor. Oh, goodness. Um, but yeah, so we're here we are. We've, we've headed to France because, of course... As with all things wine, yeah. If it didn't happen in France, did it happen? Did it at happen all? at all? It's I, like Instagram, but different. I mean, we could we we don't have to stop at a trilogy. We could go on for episodes and episodes more just on this grape. Sure. Because Grenache in, in Northern California is mind blowingly epic in what it's doing right now. Uh, the history of Grenache in Australia, where it's it was why used, they made a Jaws for Sean. That's that is why because <laughs> somebody discovered that sharks can roar, and much like roaring sharks in Australia, in, in southern waters, <laughs> the um. You know, all those Bahamian sharks that roar a lot when they hear, um, you know, Redemption Song, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. I, totally. I get They're it. stoned. Three that's little what... birds. Yeah, that's what, we're, what we're saying is sharks in the, in the Bahamas are stoned, is I think what we've yeah, managed to cover. I think that's, that's where we're at. But most importantly, we're here in France, and we're 
Some of the most expensive, most influential, most famous uh, Grenache in the world comes from France. We're talking Chateau Neuf de Pop in the Southern Rhone, uh, up in Hermitage, in the, the, in the Rhone Valley. And then you come down to Landoc Roussillon and even further into Roussillon, Côte de Roussillon and Roussillon Village. And that's what we're having today. And I'm very excited to explore this storied region. It has and its own holiday, Sean. It does. International Grenache Day was uh, like two weeks ago, wasn't it? Uh, calendars are hard. It was yeah. September 3rd, but who time doesn't matter That's anymore. I said it's, two it's, weeks ago. It's daylight savings time soon, and I'm just going to burn clocks. Because yep. it doesn't, none of this matters. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, almost 72% of the area of the Sud mm-hmm. is, is devoted to Grenache, um, apparently, according to this one website I found. And that makes sense. I mean, it, it, it needs the kind of warm weather. Uh, in Spain, I, I think they're talking specifically about the Rhone Valley. The Rhone Valley, as yes. I, as I read on, so you've got uh, you've got the Rhone River and hills on either side, and the, the sunlight reflects off the river, giving these chalky limestoney hills and granite hills beautiful growing conditions for oh, Grenache. Beautiful. And you can spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on a Rhone wine, and it can be awful or wonderful you know you never really know or you can come down into some of the other uh, AOCs AOPs as you say which is what we did which is what we did because um we're not wealthy no uh, surprise friends yeah we're not. even even with a combined income we're no, no still we're still, still just scraping by yeah no um, that in the bird the dog and your cat <laughs> oh, we're still not doing it it's and it's just you know you don't have to break your bank to explore really great wine from no. really great wine regions. And so if you head it down to Landoc Roussillon or Cote de Roussillon, Cote de Roussillon Village, which is where today's wine is from, you get fantastic Grenache made with tradition and values and stuff like that. That's I'm excited. And now we, we've sort of touched on this in the last two parts of the trilogy, of course, but Grenache, although we have only had reds. Yes. And we, we have a red for today as well. Um, but Grenache, the grape itself, can be used to make sure all sorts of colors. No? Yeah, uh, Grenache is up. So in Spain, Garnacha. In France, Grenache. I also enjoy a grape that that has aliases. You know, it's good. Right. <laughs> there's um, specifically there's white Grenache and red Grenache. Grenache Tinto, Grenache Blanco, and in uh, in France, Grenache Blanc. Like it's a different grape. Grenache Gris. Like Pinot Noir and Pinot Blanc, Pinot yeah. Gris. Um, but you can make rosé out of red Grenache, and it is fantastic. And in Spain, you get these vibrant, orange, really fruity, fun-driven wines. And, and from Provence or Landoc or uh, Roussillon, you get kind of a paler, but still fruit-driven, fresh and fun. Uh, I mean, there's a wines. reason this is this is a noble grape. Yeah. Uh, they, look, my bird's having a little drink. I oh, mean, yeah. The people can't look, but she just popped up from her eggs. Uh, to have a little drink. I think, she, she's, I think she wants some Grenache. I was going to say, she's heard so much Grenache talk. Uh, she was like, hey, put, <laughs> Grenache some my, talk. put some in my little dish. You know what I'd well, you know what i like then? I'd like a little tapenade. No tapenade with tap your Grenache with talk. It, with the Grenache talk. That's what the people want. Um, and uh, the dog's having a drink. Jesus Christ, what's going on in my house? It's insanity. <laughs> I'm sure there's a bug somewhere drinking something. Probably. Um, but yeah, so we today uh, in our travel to France. Uh, now, this is not 100%. No, it should say it's very, very difficult in France to find 100% Grenache wine. Uh, a lot of the rules set down for where the wines come from dictate like how many grapes can be in a bottle. Seven. S- seven at, at times. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> yes. Um, 
I, f- I believe for uh, Roussillon, it's uh, it has to be a minimum of four. Okay, fair. Um, yeah, no. And in Roussillon Village, it's... Cot, if you will. Cot. Uh, it's sunk. <laughs> <laughs> In wow! Village. <laughs> uh, if you go to the, there's the only so village. much French I know. French, I believe so it's, it's three. Oh, trois, if you and will. of the three, the two primary grapes have to make up seventy percent minimum of the wine, and the third grape, which is usually Carignan, uh, can only make up forty percent. So okay, first of all, math is hard in <laughs> France. Let's just start there. How can two make up seventy and one make up forty? Come on, France. Well, it can it can only make up forty. It can it can be less than. Well, it has to be less than. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, but uh, and it could also be one of the primary grapes. If you did say, guys, what else has this much this many rules? Curling does cur- curling have this many? I rules? feel like Grenache and the south of France might be the curling of the wine world. <laughs> Give the south of France a broom, friends, and slap them on some ice because it is practically curling. So <laughs> I don't know anything about curling. I love curling, you know, because I, I end up at the Winter Olympics quite often and the curling matches just go on for days and days and days and days. So I can usually like get off shift and just go sit and watch some curling. Why wouldn't you? And it's just, you know, they get really excited and really into it. And you get I, I enjoy that. These these tall, tall uh, Scandinavian women screaming, <laughs> just like, sweep! <laughs> and it's so intense. I wish that you all could have just seen Sean's impersonation of a tall Scandinavian woman <laughs> screaming sweep, because it was it was complete with hand gestures yeah, well, and facial expressions. It was a, it was a full, fully-fledged impersonation. I, it, it left an impression on me. Yeah, I see that. I'm very excited. Uh, well, much like we hope this wine will leave an impression on, on everyone. Now, Sean, I learned a little thing. What did you uh, learn? Which, tell me, tell me, tell me. Um, this particular article called Burgundy's Secrets. <gasps> So if we could have a little like post, um, Burgundians. Uh-huh. Now, not since I learned Argonies <laughs> have I been okay. so excited to give a group of people sure. a noun. <laughs> Can I get a noun for the people of Burgundy? How do you feel about Burgundians? I feel good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So the Burgundians yes. uh, were a bit guilty, Sean, <gasps> back in the 17th century, no less. Of blending Grenache from the neighboring Rhone region mm-hmm. to improve the flavor of their Pinot Noirs. Oh, really? Now, technically, it wasn't illegal then, because Jesus Christ, the rules came later. Oh, yeah, they but, did. Um, and they still, constantly change. little burgundy secret for everybody. Oh. There's a push-up in that bra. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there was a little Grenache backbone to their Pinots. To their Pinots. Uh, you know, burgundy, of course, is up north. It's south of the Loire Valley, which we talked about in our Sancerre episode. And you've got the Rhone Valley running north-south, and then Burgundy kind of goes east-west from the top of there. Um, and then we're way far south from that, south-west, south-west. Sud-west. Which is uh, another whole region in France. My God. Um, I um, went to the sud-west of Paris and had a, a lovely croissant. So I feel like it's the same, is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I'm essentially also, the same thing. I'm also opening a lovely palate cleanser for my dog. It's freeze-dried Ooh. bison liver. Ooh, um, yes. So, listeners, uh, I don't know that we, we would yet recommend this as a official pairing, since we haven't tried the wine. <laughs> uh, but Give it a sniff. Tell me the bouquet, please. The bouquet is fucking disgusting. Okay. <laughs> 
I can't believe you actually did. I did. I did. I bouquet it. Listen, I'm a good co-host. I will take direction and go with it. Um, but yeah, so today we have, uh, now I picked this out, um, and I'm not going to lie, this is not a label I enjoy. No. This, I did not pick this out because of the label. I it's a little out. hoity-toity. It's hoity-toity. It's boring. It's like words in like French and in English. There's a cross on it. Fuck you, Gerard. So I don't, <laughs> you know, like there's a lot about like his signatures, on, somebody's signatures on it. I assume it's his. Um, he's a real person. I Googled him. He's a handsome man. Looks very French. Um, but, uh, but there was only two uh, yep. Grenache blends to choose from. And the other, although from France... Literally said on the label by Jeff. <laughs> not even Joff. Not even spelled with the G. Uh, and so I couldn't. I couldn't do it, Sean. You couldn't I, do it. I couldn't do it. And so I went with the slightly more expensive. This. This is a seventeen ninety nine. Seventeen dollars and ninety nine cents, as opposed to from seventeen ninety nine. Goodness. It's no. It's a two thousand sixteen uh, Grand Terroir Totevel. Totevel. Totevel is friend Gerard Bertrand. So the Gerard Bertrand Terroir series, um, where he's trying to really express the region, the terroir of it, and this is uh, uh, what was what was the town again? Tautval. Tautval. Uh, and listen, I'm saying it wrong, friends, but it's spelled T A U T A V E L. Tautval. I think it's, um, it's right next to um, you know any of the towns in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I was trying to think of of one that sounded like... They're they're friends with the Rohirrim. Right, you take a town-town to get there. They've all mustered together. Italians will shoot you. We can mix everybody. There's a a Batman coming. I'm sure. We're mixing it all. And a shark that roars. It's insane. This town is fucking nuts, friends. (laughs) Uh, But it does... It is is a mix of three grapes, though we believe the Grenache to be the backbone. Yes, Grenache will be the heavy hitter here. The Uh, backbone and spine. Of, uh, and Those what, of you that have taken an acting class realize how important your spine is to any yes. type of scene work. Oh, goodness. Make sure you connect your spine to the ground yes. so that you can lift your... Oh, God, I'm so, I, I hate I hated acting we classes. Use, uh, we use the... In my, in my day job, which is in uh, corporate sort of uh, sales, marketing, nonsense. Uh, marketing more than sales. Uh, marketing and, and copy and, mm-hmm. and, and design. Uh, but they use the word in, in Zoom meetings endlessly... Um, and in emails, align. Yeah. We have to align. Everything the needs to be aligned. have to align. Ideas have to align. My spine has to align, which it's not going to on the cheap IKEA chair I sit in all day. But, um, it, you know, everything has to align. Um, and so I'm assuming, not unlike <laughs> my daily Zoom meetings, this wine will align with some Grenache. But there's also some Syrah. Yes. Another important some, grape uh, of the South. Carignan. Carignan. Um, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, no, I'm nailed it. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom, Carignan. That's the next uh, yeah. pop culture wine from our friend Chuckles. <laughs> Actually, boom, boom, Carignan and Dusty Tannins are doing a show together this summer on Fire Island, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's all songs from varying trilogies. Uh, that would be yeah amazing, right? Gonna, I, I need this in my. They're life. gonna sing all. They're gonna sing the song that Aragon sings at the end once he's finally crowned. Uh, it's going to be so good. Um, I don't think there's, the shark sings at all in Jaws 3D. Baby shark. Do, 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 right, do, do, sure. Do, do, do. Fair. Fair. And there's not a lot of music in Return of the Jedi. But we'll see what we can do. Just the Yub Yub. Just the Yub Yub song. I mean, there is... There's. That's true. We Could Could you imagine? Okay. Now I'm excited about the possibility. 
of a duet burlesque number oh, uh, to the Yub Yub song. Just uh, just remember, we have been touting that there will be a live show and at some kids, point. <laughs> it can't just be all talk, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's definitely some drinking and maybe a musical number. One of us has number. a lot of costume making stuff in their apartment. It's, it's not me. <laughs> It's not. Uh, it's not. I can. I can take apart Frida Kahlo, the squirrel friend, and we could use her as padding somewhere. But anyway, so yeah. So we have this. We have this lovely Gerard, and we have already popped its cork. Yeah, because this is going to be a big bold wine, and uh, we wanted to give it some time with some air. Um, probably not nearly enough time. Probably not. Probably not. But still, it'll be better than just straight from the right. from the tap. So we'll make a pop. That's exactly what it sounded yep, like when, that was when it. it happened. Um, yeah, and so let's let's take a little let's take a little breather ourselves, and then we will come back after we've poured ourselves a nice glass of our friend Gerard Beltran. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, we're back. We've filled our glasses from our decanted wine and are ready to dive into this. Um, I did a little recon while we were breaking there, uh, just to clarify um, for the Cote de Roussillon Village AOC. The rules are: um, it can be it has to be a blend. It has to be a minimum of three varieties. Sixty percent Carignan is the max, and then you can have thirty percent Syrah or Morvedre combined. So there's no more Vedra in this. There's just Syrah, so it's 30% max. Um, and then you can have Grenache Noir, which is, of course, red Grenache, or Ladoner, which is not a grape that we're going to see very often. But uh, is important to the Church of the Ladoner Saints. <laughs> I prefer the Church of the Labrador Saints. <laughs> Me too. You can just throw balls uh, all day. It's balls. It's all about the balls. All yeah, the so balls. this could be any breakdown. Yes. Um, I like to put some stock in the fact that most people list first mm-hmm. what ha- what is the mostest. Correct. Just right. be the Grenache. Yes. And you'll often see like uh, blends from the area from Landoc, from the Rhone, or, or they're often called GSMs. Oh. And so you'll see GSM as kind of just a thing on a label, and that's Grenache, Syrah, Morved. Um, this would be GSC. This is a GSC. But, uh, I'm putting my glasses on because um, I'm 107 despite being born in 89. Born in 89. Yep. Um, yeah, it doesn't. It really doesn't break it down literally anywhere. But it does say the most ancient presence of mankind in Europe. Oh. The amazingly beautiful and preserved Fran- landscapes of the Tautavel Appalachian in the south of France. Wow. There you Gerard, go. Get it. He's got some words. Get it, Gerard. He's so got... this is this one's a 14.5. Um, yeah. So it, it's it's a it's a hitter. It's a heavy hitter, and oftentimes, like the reason that the blends are required is because straight Grenache, especially grown in a region like Cote de Roussillon, is going to be 16 percent. Right, we can't have that, and that's shit. just too high. That's too much. And their laws prevent them from adding uh, just straight unfermented grape juice back in, which uh, sounds gross. Anyway. No, a lot of places do it to sweeten it to break up the alcohol. I and, it just sounds gross. Um, 
they're not allowed to do that, and so they start doing other things with the Syrah or the Carignan uh, to give it a this little more structure. Like that, like, and what's the vodka that's super strong that I can't think? Or the rum? Like this? this that would be like one of the like like the overproof rum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. The like two hundred and four percent or Oof. whatever those shit things are. Um, the rot gut make you go blind oh, and not totally. just because you looked at the internet for too long. Right, which is why I had to just put glasses on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I do enjoy um, this uh, description um, of the grape before mm-hmm. we take a little sip just because I, I think it sets it up not unlike a story. And I wish that I had a, a bit more of a Kate Blanchett tone to my voice so that I could do or like that we were seeing this in a rolling text. Are, are we talking like Mare? Among the stars. Yeah, no, not Mare. <laughs> Kate Blanchett. The Kate Blanchett I met in an elevator and like almost died because she was so fucking stunning. Um, but, you know, I feel like this is a nice like, okay. uh, you know, in a galaxy far, far away. So, uh, but but different because it's in Southern Rhone. <laughs> so in a grape region far, far right, away. Yeah, so I'm going to do my best. Do it, dog. I'm going to do my oh. best. Please. Okay, I'm excited. In the Southern Rhone, French winemakers were looking for a grape that could be blended with the other famous varieties of the region. The grape they sought would add body, alcohol, and fruity flavors to their wines. They found that grape in Grenache. And it was there that the famous and highly collectible Chateauneuf de Pop wine blend was born. <laughs> Papal music. Yes. Um, do you remember when the... <laughs> Speaking of papal music, do you remember uh, many moons ago, it would have been perhaps in the early aughts, mm-hmm. uh, the Pope came to New York City. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And there was Pope t-shirts to be sold and all sorts of things, but there was there was an ad campaign um, with a website they were advertising so if you couldn't be in Central Park where the Pope was going to be you could do it and and it was like a line drawing of of like his hat his uh-huh. fancy hat and walking and it was very good like a heartbeat almost you know what I mean like that sort of line uh-huh. drawing situation so that's what it looked like and then right before the, the ad would shut it would go watchofthepopa.com <laughs> it was the I, I want to say like 2007 I can't find it anymore but I'm sure, uh, I'm sure that GeoCities page it was, was taken real, down it was a real thing <laughs> listeners and if you heard it please write in so I don't feel crazier than I do on a normal day watchofthepopa.com oh my god it was so good it was so good friends but speaking of so good now that we have set it up let us Stick our faces into this place. Sure. Okay, the first thing you notice right off the bat, this is a big wine. Oh, yeah. And this wine, unlike the uh, the Spanish Grenache that we had, this has definitely been in oak. Like it, it, um, And also, my nose doesn't want to be in it as much. Yeah, it's not as... Uh, delightfully fragrant. It, there's still there's a lot going on there. Oh yeah, no, no, there. lot. Yep, yep. Also, my dog just farted at the same time, so, <laughs> so it could be. And you might want to put your nose back in. The I'm glass. gonna. I'm shoving my nose right back into my beer garden glass. But it, it, it it does have a little funk to it. Um, that's 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 the those are the aromas of aging. So it 2016. Does, or as the winemaker noted, a subtle brown tinge. To it, no, to its nose. To its nose. An intense and radiant robe with a subtle brown tinge. Oh, I guess that's more about, I guess if it was wearing a bathrobe, that would be about its color. Um, Intensely fruity on the nose, which I don't agree with. Um, It's there. It's there, but that's not my first 
it's intensely fruity underpinned by complex spicy notes and i would flip that the spicy notes are are pinning the fruitiness and the fruit is right. under them trampled yeah. by the brambly it's bears. definitely <laughs> <laughs> you bears get off my lawn well, how did the bears grapes? get to france jesus i don't know how to say bear in france in france <laughs> in french <laughs> Well, you would say bear in France in French. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I think you just that's it. We could Google it. We do have uh, that power. We do have the Google technology. All right, I'm giving it its swirls. I'm letting it open. It probably should have been open for a bit longer than we really gave it. Um, I just tried to it, swirl it with my left hand, which didn't go. Oh well. no, that's how you end up with wine on your floor. Yep. I learned that the the well the obvious way. By swirling with my left hand. I was like, how did you learn that, Sean? <laughs> um, whenever you have to do anything with your non-dominant hand, and listeners, I, I recommend you try this, all of you. Uh, I broke my right arm in a tragic sledding mm-hmm. affair. Tragic. Um, uh, as you might imagine, broke both bones in my forearm, and uh, and so it was in a cast up to my shoulder forever. And, uh, and so I had to do everything. I'm right-handed with my left hand. And uh, if you haven't done things with your left hand, including swirl a wine glass or brush your teeth. Oh, yeah. Or wipe your butt. Oh, no. Um, That's why you buy a bidet. I recommend you try all these things later, friends, <laughs> because it's not easy. I had to move my head to brush my teeth, not wipe my butt. But, like, I, I had to put the toothbrush to my teeth and then move my head, but keep my hand still because I couldn't do Oh, it. no. Like, it, it was... Yeah. Brains. Brains are weird, man. Brains are weird, man. Brains are weird. Anyway. All right, let's give a little tasty poo here. I mean, it's delicious, but it's bigger. It is a food wine for sure. Yeah. This is not the Garnacha of Spain that you can drink a bottle on its own. No. This is a food wine. Sorry that I just have some bad cheese twists for you. They're not bad. No, they're, they're delicious, they're, but they're, they're now across the room, so we yep. can't even get to them, friends. They uh, okay, so there's definitely tannins in here that Ooh, were yeah. not present in the other Grenache. Not at all. Very grippy, coating my gums, drying out my mouth. Um, I wouldn't say they're crunchy, but they're definitely grippy. Uh, but then there's kind of this lovely, yeah, lovely kind of after of dried violets and pressed flowers like that. Yeah. Yep. I haven't eaten as many dried violets as maybe I should, but I I, I, get... I mean, it's very good for your GI tract. <laughs> uh, you know, glu- they're gluten-free. And, um, yeah, so I think that, um, no, there's de- and there's definitely still some, like, jammy notes mm-hmm. hiding in there that I feel like will unlock with more swirling, maybe. Yeah. Because um, I am also getting the alcohol. Yes. It's very present. Yeah. Um, and the acid, not so much. And I would expect a little bit more acid out of this. Um, because Grenache is fairly acidic, but I guess with the Syrah, it yeah, the Syrah is what's bringing that kind of green pepper, yep, uh, yep. to the table. Um, and and I don't like green peppers, so normally I wouldn't have them on my table, but it's not bad in this wine. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so sorry, friends. Uh, oh, Ripley, Ripley. I guess we'll take a break. We're gonna take a quick break as my neighbors hang a picture. Okay, we'll be back. Okay, we're back after that little exciting interruption. Sorry, everyone. We, we might get an extra commercial break in this. We have we have new neighbors downstairs here at, at Chateau de Neuf de Pop de Waring. Uh, <laughs> um, it is, uh, I think they were hanging a picture, which obviously they're, they're, they're happy. They should do. They should, they should be decoring as they feel right. Uh, but however, my dog is not a fan of their hammering. So uh, that hence the, the chaos. Uh, so sorry about that. 
but we were in the middle of, of enjoying this beautiful ness here, and, and yep. I think I think you hit it on on nailed on the head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, not unlike my neighbors uh, with the Sean, is it needs food, mm-hmm. we need, you know, and not just any like like a nice something hearty, solid food, and like one of, some of the suggestions. Yeah, straight from the winemaker, straight from Gerard himself. Gerard Sean. Bertrand himself. himself. Yeah, nobody else. I don't think anyone else came up with these. Just him. Um, his first suggestion was grilled peppers, which I think is a little weak. I'm not gonna lie, but fine. I'm sure as an as an appetizer, as an appetizer, a, a mousse sure. bouche, a, mo- a mousse bouche. Uh, but he also recommends a couple of recipes that I've never made, Sean. But perhaps you have uh, pork in caramel sauce. Uh, I've never made that, but... Sounds um, gross. Yeah, I, I'd try it. Pork is a sweet meat, you know. Uh, Ugh, it's not right. You know, like if it's a salted caramel, like, sure, lighter. All right, maybe a salted caramel. Yeah, somebody beat it up before they put it on the pork. <laughs> <laughs> or it just was a caramel with an attitude. Yeah. Look, I'm a little salty. Enjoy this fucking pork. <laughs> um, or um, a, a second suggestion, Sean, uh, rabbit with prunes. Okay. Which um, makes you... F- Fuck more and make tiny rabbits and be regular. <laughs> I think I can. Uh, I can, I can. Rabbit itself is a fairly flavorless meat, so it takes on whatever you're cooking. It's also very, very super lean. Um, prunes, yeah, dried fruits. I could see any any sort of dried fruit sauce or even yeah. just dried fruit on a <gasps> cheese plate would go really you know what well this with this. Might be delicious with my crazy fig compote. Yeah, too sweet. yeah, it might be a little too sweet. I my think crazy be- fig po- compote. On a roast. Yes. Yes, that would be delightful. With grilled peppers. Maybe on like a roast turkey even. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that would be nice. And maybe some roast peppers or something. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't eat the peppers, but I'd make them for you. Um, I don't like... Yeah, no, but it's definitely... It is... uh, Sean, I might say just, you know, off the top of my head here, uh, a wonderful combination of supple tannins and delicate notes of scrubland. Yeah, scrubland. Yes, it's amazing that these I, I get, descriptors I get, I get are just full, full nose of Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong, I like Zach Braff as much as the next person, but I don't want to smell those scrubs. I don't want <laughs> no scrubs. Ew, ew! You smell like a hospital. Go away. Yeah, no, uh, and delicate notes of of TLC scrubland also would not be tasty. Mm-hmm. Because um, those guys don't buy stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So no. either way. They don't pay your I... bills. They don't pay your automobiles. I need somebody to pay my automobiles. Um, I did see a, a, a license plate once. I mentioned a license plate last episode as well. Uh, that was like Destiny's Child. <laughs> uh, right? Because they didn't get all the letters. And I just thought, they need a sticker that says I pay my automobiles like next to that license <laughs> yeah. plate. Otherwise, they should kill themselves because I just don't think that that's right. I think that they, they missed a step and I'm angry. Anger. That's what all my wine flavor profiles would be, Sean. This wine is angry. <laughs> it's delightfully full of red fruits and anger. <laughs> I mean, listen, that's the kind of stuff I made up when I used to do big wine tastings for, a, I, I won't drop names, but because maybe they'll get in trouble. But I used to be hired by a friend to, to work at giant big money tastings mm-hmm. here in the city. Um, I was given a cheat sheet. Sure, of course. You know, to sort of describe my wines and it was to like restaurant buyers and and stuff it wasn't just to like the the public and i was never put let's be honest i was never put with like a fancy wine like i was put in the like the Mm -hmm. cheap wine section um but 
you know, after an hour or two, you know, I was just making shit up because that's we've met. I mean, yeah, I had to hawk some ghostwriter wine and I literally the guy was like, how is this wine? And I was like, do you like Nicolas Cage films? Like I I did like at that point I was like, I'm not even trying. (laughs) No, then you'll like this wine. But apparently I sold a lot. So, you know, they should hire me all the time. I, you know, if somebody offered me a wine and compared it to Nicolas Cage, unless it was that movie Mandy. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I'd buy it. Uh, unless it was Mandy. Yeah, uh, okay, fair. And, and then I would not buy it. But if it was, this wine makes you think of the Barry Manilow song, Mandy. You came and you t- saved Gave without, without taking. taking. Yes. Yeah. And then you sent me away. Boy. I'd drink that wine. Yeah. Oh, for, mostly for the sent me away part. Yeah. When you came, Man, you, you gave, gave without, without taking. Definitely if we record more than one episode a day, there's more singing. There's and a- so... <laughs> Definitely uh, when we record more than one episode a day with wines that are topping out at 15%. Right. Like, there's going to be more singing per episode. And that's probably why the dog barked also. Because she was like, you guys haven't sang anything in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not true. Um, yeah. So this 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 third of our trilogy is, is, is the heaviest of the hitters. It, yeah. it would have the longest director's cut. Absolutely. Uh, much like the third of... Uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Jesus Christ, Return of that the King just is like goes on forever. Long. Just, just too long. When I saw it at the movie theater, John, which of course I did more than once. <laughs> Woo, doggy! <laughs> Both the original and the director's cut I saw more than once. Shout out, Chris Pierce, love you. Uh, but the, because um, it was, I think it was Return of the King that we meant to see when we were super tanked and then instead we saw some other terrible movie with um, Jack Nicholson in a, in a trailer. Huh. Which I don't remember the name of because I was really drunk and was I was that insomnia. I was screaming, "Where are the ants?" Like I should have been kicked out. Is my point. I was an asshole. Uh, but speaking of assholes, when I saw Return of the King, I think the first or second time, and I knew what was happening because mm-hmm. I have read the books as well. But at the end, poor Frodo's trying to like leave everybody, and yeah, it's going on a little long. Sure, it's f- fine. We all agree. <laughs> it's a bit of a it goes on goodbye. a bit long. Just get to the part where Sam's the star, and uh, and it's this guy like three four people down from me was clearly grumbly grumbly he was getting annoyed he was getting annoyed he wanted it to be over he was that guy he'd been talking the home movie people um listen folks if you want to talk watch it at home it's that simple just don't Um, don't ruin my twenty dollars right i had i hosted a comedy show last night we had one drunk cat lady who wouldn't shut up the whole show and i was like i'm sorry this comedy show broke out during your conversation but if you could shut your fucking pie hole that would be phenomenal anyway this guy wouldn't stop and then finally he was like oh my god is it over yet and i as everybody was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, leaned across my friend, another person, and a stranger. Like, I suddenly was eight foot tall, and I was like, you know, you can just fucking leave. How about that? Just get the fuck up and leave. You don't have to stay to the end. It's that simple. And, look, everybody was like, um, this is why we don't let her bring fifths to the movies. Because <laughs> she has problems. <laughs> and a movie that long, you have to bring two fifths. Oh, I did. <laughs> I was prepared. Of a Chirac coconut? <laughs> uh, no, but I have done that. It's delicious in the Coke. It, it, it is. Or Sprite. Or root beer. Or, oh, or, I don't like root beer, but if I did, I feel like I would like yeah. root beer with coconut. I, I, I do think the Chirac coconut is the perfect movie uh, smuggle. It, it, it's a good one. It's a good call, especially yeah. with some salty popcorn. Love if it. you're pairing... Uh, if you're pairing airplane bottles right. from celebrity alcohol producers oh, such an amateur bringing airplane <laughs> bottles uh, anyway but this back to this because this is this is getting nicer by the sixth. it really is uh, and it's uh, so we're not just talking nonsense because we like to friends we, we are we, filling time while the wine opens up we do like to talk nonsense but 
um, we do also. Which is why most of our friends walk away from us when we sit down together at the bar. <laughs> Sean, I almost spit Gerard out on my new carpet. Um, no, Gerard! Um, some, that's what she said. Um, but the, yeah. It is definitely getting, like, that little bit of alcohol that was a little too much for me yeah. anyway has burned off a little bit, and now I'm just getting all the, like, I still am not, I, I still think the spice is before the fruit, but it is definitely feeling more yeah. layered and less, like, whoo. Yeah, it's definitely a wine driven by its uh, its secondary uh, flavors and aromas, which are the flavors and aromas that come from... Um, Scrubland from Scrubland <laughs> from the from the winemaking process rather than uh, the primary flavors which come from the fruit and the tertiary flavors which come from aging. Do you think that's why it's called the Grand Terroir, Sean? Um, I I think it's called the Grand Terroir because it's trying to produce a, a grand vision of what the terroir is. <laughs> <laughs> you think this wine is a lie, Sean? Did you not hear my intro? Uh, the I think very dramatic a, intro. I, read I, I think it's it's appropriate because it's a very dramatic wine. It's it is. big and bold. It's in your face, but there's a lot of subtle complexity to it that would definitely be helped and brought about with some food, some salty meat, yep. some cheeses. Uh, crunchy bread, olive oil, all those kind of things will really help. Um, uh, tapenade. Tapenade. <laughs> <laughs> I think the brininess of a tapenade might be a bit too much. I was gonna for say, this I would one. not. I, unlike before, I would not. Yeah. I would not gravitate to a tapenade. High here. high salt. You want a high yeah. acid. This isn't really high acid, but it's got the the tannins are nice and even. They're definitely there. They're present, but they're not astringent. They're not making it like I don't want another sip. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, definitely not that. And I do think that, like, you know, oh, I just read that this wine can be kept for 20 years. And here we, we opened it after just five. Um, oh, yeah. This this has got enough structure and body to it to age well in the cellar. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't have a cellar, but I'd put it, like, in a cupboard. I don't know that it would age well in a cupboard. <laughs> in a cupboard in Astoria? You don't think but, that would age I don't well, know. Sean? <laughs> Seems weird. But definitely, yeah. I mean, this is this is... This is a wine that spent some time. These grapes spent some time on a vine. They had time to think about and yep. develop their character. Sean. They, they did uh, in the in the full bright sun of the Mediterranean mm. coast with the Pyrenees behind them. That's blocking. why your ankles are showing that's, to get all that sun. Well, that's that sun at, at dusk, um, dusk sun. <laughs> dusk sun, the favorite among vampires everywhere. <laughs> Um, well, I'm just about done with my glass, so I think I need a little top-up. Yeah, so now let's take a break like we would have had my dog not forced a break earlier. And then we'll be back with some ideas for serving um, and in glasses and those kind of things. And things, and maybe a little touch about where else to look for. Ooh, yeah. Grenache. <laughs> And here we are, back again. We've gone, we've made sure all the photos are hung above the mantle with joy or something, but the dog's not barking, that's right? the point. because guess who's back? <laughs> and uh, Yeah, we're back. Uh, we're singing, we're, we're singing. Still singing, we're still singing, we never stop singing about conjugals. Conjugally. Really, anything can be a song if you try hard and I'm, And I'm, you know, I'm halfway through glass two and I'm, I'm enjoying it. I am too. It's nice. It yeah, is. this is not. Listen, folks. When we say that this this is a wine that could use some food, 
What we mean is that it would be better. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I would have rabbit with prunes on hand uh, when I barely have anything above <laughs> cheddar twists. You know, I, I think a um, s- tablespoon of chunky peanut butter. Right. I, I do have some of that. I do have some of that. Um, it's it's one of those oil-based brands, so it's not very good. But uh, it's it's not that this wine all by itself isn't delightful. It's just, it's just big and bold yep. and exciting. And you know in your head... Boy, if this was paired with the right thing. Yeah, it would just explode. Yeah, be so good. I think a a steak au pov would be phenomenal. Oh my God, I would kill a steak au pov right now. I would even do a fettuccine Alfredo. I was going to say, I would do a burger from Jackson Hole with this bitch right now. (laughs) Oh my, I haven't had a burger from Jackson Hole in so long. Right? First of all, they're the size of my dog. Yes. So like, we could share one. (laughs) Well, they're also like $19. Right, yeah, that's fair. That's fair, because they're seven pounds. Um, Yeah, but some sort of just heavy, um, you know, hint of sweetness to the food stuff, wherever it comes from, from prunes, from ketchup, from, you know, (laughs) whatever. Uh, But something nice and heavy would really help to bring out... All yeah. of the flavors of this big, huge, bold Gerard-based wine. Yeah, and it, w- it would help ease those tannins a little bit. And you know how I knew that, Sean, even before we opened it, uh, is because on Gerard's website, yes, um, he speaks of himself in the third person. That is how they have chosen to address the copy <laughs> on the website. Uh, he will perfect his apprenticeship during twelve years at the side of his father. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I mean, it's good that there's a father involved. Yeah. uh, Like Darth Vader, which, as we all know, actually means father. Uh, But the, you know, but some of us were still blindsided. (laughs) Um, You know, it's fine. We learned that, uh, I think, in Pitch Perfect, let's be honest. But, um, you know, I enjoy any website in which the subject decides to refer to themselves in the third person. (laughs) It's so good. Uh, so I knew it would be big, is my yeah. point. I knew. It, and it is. It's a big wine. And that's why we chose uh, to decant this wine. Um, it just, when you're pouring straight out of the bottle, uh, especially a wine that's meant to be aged like this, um, it's going to, there's just going to be, the alcohol is going to be, the acid's going to be too present. The tannins need time to open up. And the oils and, and molecules that interact with the air and oxygen need that exposure to give you a full expression of the wine otherwise you're just going to get hit with alcohol and acid and tannin right uh, off which the we back. were which we were punched e- in the face with even it. after having poured it into a glass and let it sit yep. for a full 20 minutes before uh it, because in our in our regular little you know normal step we were using normal stem, yeah, normal, normal glass, stemware stolen stem glasses in my case <laughs> uh you know it 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 wasn't open enough, right? Yeah. It wasn't that fat bottom apple bottom jeans. Apple bottom boots with the fur glass, right? That you or need. decanter. A decanter. <laughs> uh, like for this, there's going to be a hundred thousand different decanters you could use. Um, if you're limited on time, I would use one of the broader uh, flanged ones that are kind of a flat bottom, rather than the more rounder bottom. Uh, Flanged, you say? Yeah, flanged. I believe you. I've just never. I'm learning so many new words today. I'd like a brambly flange, please. <laughs> yes, let me get the bracket bears. Uh, brambly flange might be appearing with dusty tannins. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, who knew the wine world was so rife with drag queens? Who knew? <laughs> who knew? Probably drag queens. Probably drag be queens because they. I mean, they all drink Chardonnay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good point. They didn't know. Um. Yeah. This. Uh. Yeah, the, it, it would need it would need some flanging. Yeah, it would need more ax- more more surface area to oxygen. 
ratio. Um, That's a where good as uh, compared to like the wine we did last week with the the Garnacha from Spain, that was very high acid, very high alcohol. You didn't really want to decant it because it was kind of light bodied and delicate. For bigger bodied wines, you want to decant. For lighter bodied wines, you don't necessarily want to decant. And if you do, you do it for a very brief period of time. This is this is excellent tip. These are some solid third quarter tips, Sean. <laughs> there you go. I'm coming in with the Hail Mary I like decanter it. at the in the end of the I mean we're third. playing hockey in the story because there's only three periods in hockey as opposed to three the third quarter. Uh, you know, it, in which case there'd be a whole nother quarter. I think there's three in curling too. For the <laughs> Sean, uh, <laughs> once again, comes in with the curling knowledge we all needed you know, and didn't know we needed. When, when I was in Korea for the, the Winter Games, uh, the U.S. men's team won the gold medal in curling. And I it mean, was, we all knew It that. was epically wonderful. And Russia got busted for doping in curling. I do recall that part. Doping in curling. I'm just... I, Okay, anyway. Listen, Sean, in order to Swiffer, I need to have a gummy. I mean, they, so I feel the Russian team is what I'm saying. Oh just man. here in my home. I had a gummy the other night and then realized I had to take the recycling out. And I was like, no. oh man, this is bad time. But we got it done. <laughs> but anyway, we had, we had the men's Thank God. curling team. Thank God. I would have been swimming in empty bottles. Oh my God, it would have been a nightmare. Just cardboard everywhere. <laughs> we had the men's team on and uh, we decided we didn't want to be in the studio. We wanted to be on this like little fake ice rink that we had outside in the it was cute um but they were all so hungover wow <laughs> they had won their gold medal and gone partying and basically come straight to the studio the next morning at 7 a.m or whatever it was from partying in korea that's and amazing it was for like these are dads right we i mean like of course curling stars <laughs> are dads these are guys that you want to drink on a porch with cans of beer and listen to stories right like, or was, like some country western song uh, they were they were fantastic like, like they all stuff. had they all kept their sunglasses on that's <laughs> the awesome. lights were too bright i don't want to be smirching they were wonderful gentlemen and they just won a huge no this does, i was gonna say this does not like, sound like besmirching this sounds like <laughs> earned celebration yeah. that then got exposed <laughs> i was i was in awe of them <laughs> you know listen i enjoy when people take random things seriously i think yeah. it's great like i think we should all love what this is like a big ending note because we've had a lot of wine today friends um you should love what you love mm -hmm. whatever it is you know love is love is a nice hashtag but it's also a nice rule like if you love curling Love it. Yeah. Like, it will be infectious to the people around you who love you. If and you then love they'll wine. they'll start to love curling. Right? Why wouldn't they? If you love wine, then other people will be like, I want to know why you love it exactly. so much. And that's pretty exciting because it, you know, in, in the, the ways that we have been disconnected during the pandemic from being in our own homes, to be connected through things that, like, are so silly. And, yeah. you know, not everybody has a solo bird laying eggs at home. But, like... The people are so supportive of my Lily, yeah. and it's so sweet. And, you know, those kind of, like, random I love it because you love it moments are just so important. They're important, and they're, they're the most genuine. And we should hug them. We I hug, In our brains. Not and out loud. Lily. Don't hug Lily. No, don't. My, well, she won't let you, because if we could get a brief recording of the sound <laughs> she makes when you go anywhere near the cage, you'll all plug your ears. It's horrifying. 
Uh, but yeah, so I think like that's I think that's wonderful. Good for yep. you, men of curling, and also remember to dope up before you sweep and or Swiffer <laughs> at any point. And yes, and take out the recycling. And take out the recycling. Yes, because uh, <sighs> it just makes it all funner. So fun or so more fun. Much. But we are we are drinking this wine also in stem glasses. Yeah. Because uh, it does also have a lovely bouquet. Yeah, uh, and it's a it's... good, fun one to swirl constantly. So you're constantly getting those new aromas. Not with your left hand as we cover. <laughs> Unless, Unless you are left handed, right? Or ambidextrous. Ooh, you're fancy. I, mm. uh, and it, it, this would be a good candidate for a wide bottomed glass, for a Bordeaux glass. Yeah. Um, uh, you can use a universal glass, of course. Uh, but I think. A wider bottom bottom glass would help you enjoy this wine a little bit more, um, and you want to serve it at room temperature. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this isn't a chill. No. Um, and this isn't a heated wine. Jesus Christ! No. What is it? <laughs> We're mulling this. That seems. Insane. I would not mull this wine. I would not no. mull this either. And we are we are fa- fast approaching mulled wine season. We are. So we may talk about it soon enough because a, a lovely mold wine and it, it, it exists in yeah. multiple cultures around the world oh, by yeah. different names every wine making culture has a hot version right and so maybe we should we should have a hot version episode if you have a hot version recipe uh you want to share with us maybe we'll feature it i don't know jesus I christ know. please send it to us because that's very because we have crock pots i was just gonna say i have to clean out the crock pot <laughs> gotta get them pears out of there but once the pears are pears. out there's nothing like mulling a wine in a crock pot uh for the day to it just your... makes your house smell so good oh the minute it gets a little crispy cold outside fucking i'd bake an apple all day that i don't even want to eat my bike ride home after this bottle of wine might be a little crispy cold i'm it, excited it, it is a little, yeah it will a little it'll crispy cold you up a little bit which will be nice um yeah because it's not just motherfucking gourd season it's also yeah. mulling season that's right but yes we would not necessarily mull this although maybe we'd mull the prunes with the rabbit yeah i, I mean I de- you definitely spice that i wouldn't just have prunes on a rabbit <laughs> but i would read that children's book i would and i would read it in a southern accent <laughs> to some drunk curling hungover men uh that would be very fun yeah so i mean we don't often do trilogies uh trilogies are not often successful uh you know and and often what starts as a trilogy becomes becomes much more much more yeah. and then there's four five six fast a, nine yeah. etc um an you octogenology know. an octogenology no one uses that word nearly because <laughs> i don't enough. think it's a real word i want it to be so much i want a brambly octogenology <laughs> is what i want in the world um right but like a good solid trilogy spends enough time to make you understand why something is worth spending time on, yeah, I right. think. And I, I think that if, hopefully, <laughs> in and among our bramblings, uh, we have certainly illuminated why Grenache, Grenache, whatever you want to call it, yeah. is worth spending time I sure on. hope so. It's a fantastic grape with a fantastic history, and it is around the world, and... It, there's just so many expressions of it. We've had three very, very Wildly different wines. Wildly different. Wildly different. Yes, there's been blends and hybrids and things, but it's all been so different and it's the same base and it's all wine. And that's why wine is so exciting and why I love sharing all this wine with you, Jen. Ditto. And that's not just us two bottles in talking, you guys. <laughs> we legit love it, despite my dog barking in the middle of it and my bird chirping through the whole thing. Um, so, yeah. So, next uh, next week, join us next week where we we, we honor uh, the great tradition of our forefathers, the, the pilgrims who also had a temple in Spain. Uh, 
after they left the the May the May Flores May Flores May Flores uh, and we we honor our forefathers with a tribute to Oktoberfest. Uh, but until we get there, um, get yourself some Grenache, people, and yep. let us know what you like. What region are you loving it from? Maybe you have a California one. We didn't even take that. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't even, even go jump to a boat. We to just come back on over. a train. Yeah, I yep. mean, we well after we bought the Eurorail pass, we ran yeah, out of ran Fox. out of money. So <laughs> we're we're stuck here, guys. Uh, it's a Euros, the, it's a real legal tender at the foot of the Pyrenees <laughs> with our francs, uh, and we can't get to to California. Uh, but we're California dreaming. So if you have a a, a Grenache from California that you love, or Australia, or Sardinia, Sardinia that you enjoy with a nice goat, China. Or China, yeah. If you've got some secret hookup, fucking yeah. come into our slip into our DMs with that. Save your dick pic and send us a <laughs> no, Chinese yeah, no, Grenache pic. Send us Grenache pics. Do not we send us dick pics. Way prefer, way literally, way. folks. Way prefer it. Way. Because uh, we would love that. Uh, and and yeah. And then we uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for and listening. Remember, we have we have Patreons and fun stuff, and we love you, and we love to hear from you. So don't forget to 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 reach out to us because it really. It makes our day. It does. When we get messages, it makes our day. It, it does. Makes, it, it reminds us that people listen. And so then thank you might you. think that we're crazy because sometimes we answer separately. Uh, <laughs> and then you're like, wait, they're, what is happening over at Bottled Up? And it's because you don't know who's who's in this story. And it's very exciting for us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> little, 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 little behind the scenes secrets for you, friends. Uh, so join us, uh, join us next week. But until then... Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Make sure you're subscribed on whichever podcast listening platform you prefer so that you can ensure that you get the timeliest of delivery of our future episodes. Season two is going to be a whammy, so make sure you're subscribed. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like it and give us a nice review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you happen to be listening. Make sure to follow us on Facebook at Bottled Up Podcast. On Instagram at Bottled underscore up underscore podcast. Or go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Bottled Up Podcast. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach us on any of those platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Patreon, or you can hit us at our email, which is bppodcast at gmail.com. We always like hearing from our listeners, whether it's with questions, comments, or just ideas for future episodes. Feel free to get in touch. We love to hear from you. And with that, raise a glass and have a good night.